When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. He is, of course, our feature interview. Thanks to Ryko Filters. You can ask a mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. Let's get his intro first. Michael Caruso is now a V8 supercar race winner. This has been a very, very impressive run for Michael Caruso. And this is going to be a very sweet victory. Well done, Michael Caruso. He's the busiest man in motorsports, doing stuff for Below the Bonnet, the podcast, which is now the first original KO production. He's also racing in the TCR Australia series for Gary Rogers Motorsport, piloting an Alfa Romeo very splendidly. And he's also the new co-driver for Team 18. Please welcome back to the driver's seat, the one and only Michael Caruso. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> the fastest hands in the land. <laughs> How are we going, fellas? Robbo, we are sensational. It's race week. Like, I think, um, apart from Stevie J sitting up there on the couch, sinking a couple of beers, no doubt, um, as a race driver, it's it may not be the 1,000, but it, it is the six, and we're all going to be racing, and I, I'm pretty excited about it. I'm spewing I'm actually not racing in the six hour. I'm already there. So I feel like I should just be just jumping in. I don't know if anyone's got any, um, you know, like an Alpha Julieta or something going on around there. I could just jump in and see. <laughs> it's actually quite a good event too. Mate. Have you ever have you ever done the six hour production race? No, I haven't. But um, to be fair, if it was in the Alpha, I don't know if it would last the six hours. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> Yowch. <laughs> so, um, no, look, uh, yeah, so it looks like a great race. I mean, there's some pretty uh, pretty strong competitive field this year, that's for sure. And a big but field. 60-odd uh, yeah. cars, Stevie J and Robbo. Like, that, that it's kind of, to me, it, it harks back of the Bathurst 1000 of old, doesn't it? Like when it wasn't just Ford and Holden, but you'd have all these different manufacturers and you'd have all these different drivers and, and um, you know, literally screw the car together on, on Wednesday, throw some plates on it, drive it up the Hume and, and chuck it on the track. So it harks back to those days, which I really love. Oh, look, I think um, when you look at, you know, a 68 odd cars, it shows you how popular it is, but I can't wait to see that start when the, the cars are wrapped around Hill Corner and up the hill. <laughs> I mean, you'd hate to be in that position because you probably won't be able to get a good view of the light. So I'm not sure how, <laughs> how they'll determine when they should go or not. The last time the last time I did it was uh, quite a few years ago now, maybe three years ago, and I did it in a uh, in an AMG A45, and we had a pretty good run. We finished third, but um, uh, we got qualified third. And just before the start of the race, we had a technical issue with the car. So we didn't make it out for the start. So I had to start from pit lane. 
and oh. to start from pit lane, and there was, there was like 60-something cars in the field. I'm like, oh, that's great. But you know what? The first, because we did like a double stint, did a double stint at the start, it's probably one of the most fun races that I have done for many, many years because the amount of cars that I passed and it was just, I don't know, it was just, we, we got up to, I think, maybe P7 or 8 before the uh, before the stop. Oh, and it was, just, it was just so much fun. Like, you're just passing cars. And, I mean, you know what it's like. Sometimes there's no pressure on it, so there's no championship on the line. It was just a one-off race and uh, doing it with some mates and we had a lot, lot of fun. But it was probably one of the, the most fun things that I've done in motorsport for the last 10 years. Mate, that sounds like a... A bit of a high car beat up, you know, racing around <laughs> against ten-year-old kids, just <laughs> flogging them. <laughs> and un- and unfortunately, um, you don't have a drive in the six-hour Robo, but you are there for TCR, which you are driving in this year in the uh, in the Alpha. Been a would, would I be being unfair if I said that it's been a tricky start to your twenty twenty-one campaign? Would that be unfair? Oh, look, if it could go wrong, it's happened multiple times. Um, <laughs> but the wor- to add salt to the wound, you, they've got this balance of performance rule in TCR, which is a little bit backwards, I think, um, where they go off qualifying for, um, for the BOP. So they give you weight based on your qualifying from the previous event. And we keep doing a reasonable job in qualifying and then do a, an absolute terrible job in the race. Um, you know, mechanical failures, crashes, all that sort of stuff. So we end up going to each event with weight in the car. <laughs> we're on the back foot, you know, mm. week after week and nowhere in the championship at the moment. So we've got our work cut out for us. So just, I guess, for everybody that uh, that is tuning in, a BOP is, is what they call the balance of performance. It's, it's basically trying to even up everyone so that you get an Audi and an Alpha and, uh, you know, a Renault and all these cars basically race and come across the line and there's, you know, there's meant to be exactly the same lap times. Is that correct? Yeah, I guess that's a, that's a reasonable way of putting it, but it's, it's I guess, how they've done it. It's um, a little bit strange because it's sort of success balance, but based on qualifying. So um, I guess I'd like to see it like the old BTCC, you know, championship in, in England. That was the most successfully done. I think where, each race, they would throw weight at the winner. And then by the end of the weekend, after three events, the guy keeps winning, or girl, um, you know, that gives somebody or gives other cars an opportunity on the same race weekend mm. to actually topple them and, and not wait two weeks or three weeks or the next event to actually, you know, have that balanced performance come in into effect effectively. Which is what we had in V8 Utland. Like when you were Ryle Harrison, you were winning everything. He'd start off because he weighs about he weighs about fifty five kilos anyway. But um, <laughs> when he started winning everything, all of a sudden we were bolting in lead into the car at every race, not just race meeting, but every race to try and to try and equal up the field. And it was the only thing that could bring him back. So I'm kind of with you a little bit, Robbo, because different tracks suit different cars as well. And so you might yeah. have, like we saw in Tassie, we saw the Alphas had an absolute screamer, but then at Phillip Island, yeah. they were nobbled a little bit, but I think the track suited them a little bit more at Tassie. So I pre- I'm like you. I prefer if you win, you get some, some lead bolted in, and if you keep winning, it keeps going until it brings you back to the field. Yeah, not a, that, mate, too much common sense in that, uh, <laughs> in that paragraph, that's for sure. Hey, Robbo, <laughs> what, what's, what's stopping you if, if you if it goes off qualifying? I, I do want to just 
touch on this, but they'd get on to there's a few other things that we want to chat about, supercars and, and your uh, below the bonnet, which is very cool what's happening there. But what's stopping you, if it's out of qualifying, what's stopping you from sandbagging and qualifying and qualifying back a little bit to then, you know, have a better race pace, hopefully? Where, where the tricky part is, and, well, the way I see it, is in these TCR cars, you, you tend to do your fastest lap, you know, sort of lap four, lap five. It's not like a supercar when you, you pretty much, you, you know you're going to do it on your first or second flyer. Um, and that's sort of just due to that rear tyre temperature and getting it up and the car not, you know, moving around. They sort of seem to come on and come good. And I mean, even in the race at Phillip Island, um, you know, I did my fastest lap in the second last lap of the race. So they, wow. the tyres are quite good, but they just take a bit to get going. So um, if you then risk it and say, oh, you know, we'll do this time, you could put yourself down the back of the field pretty easily or, you know, it's really hard to determine exactly where the field sits in the, in the time. So you could sandbag it, but um, I, I think I've got bigger problems than sandbagging at the moment. I just need my car to, to, to you know, withhold the, uh, <laughs> the energy that I'm putting through it and, um, and, you know, get there for in the end. Well, let's change the subject then because clearly TCR is a mildly frustrating uh, prospect for you at the moment. Let's talk. Su- <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk supercars because you've signed up with Team Eighteen and Mark Winterbottom. We haven't seen you uh, with that team prior. So, uh, and we sort of talked at the start of the season whether Team Eighteen would be one to watch. Whether you should put some money on Team Eighteen this year. And I've got to tell you, the first the first couple of races, I think they are somewhere to watch. So I reckon you've landed yourself a pretty good seat there. Oh, look, I don't think it's any coincidence at all that I turn up and it's, uh, you know, the week's turn, and <laughs> that's for bad. sure. So, no. <laughs> but look, <laughs> no, in all, in all seriousness, it's, um, you could sort of see last year that they were a team, you know, on the up. And um, the things that I looked for in the off-season, you know, when thinking about moving and all that sort of stuff was the continuity. I mean, they, they literally lost one number one mechanic, um, who left the sport like he's, you know, not moving teams or anything. So they only had one person to replace. And then they also brought in someone like Richard Holway as well. So it sort of, it, it showed that, um, I mean, for me, it was easy to see that they were going to build on from what last year was, which was reasonably good for them, uh, to this year where, you know, I think um, if you look at Mark's performance in the first couple of events, he's, he's knocking on that podium door pretty much every weekend. So it's a um, good start to them. But um, as you know, things can change quite quickly. So like everyone, you just got to keep your head down and, and focus on your job. I, th- I think I think we've got... I'm just looking at, at, a, at our texts that are coming in here, <laughs> fellas. And, and <laughs> Robbo, uh, I think there's there's only one person. Uh, I don't know who it is because they haven't put their, their name on it, but uh, a number ending in oh, 949 and said, uh, sorry, boys, but who was Robbo? <laughs> So uh, I think Michael Caruso, uh, Robbo. I think I think uh, I think most people GRM, would know you as Robbo, not Michael Caruso. So it sounds a bit sort of strict, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it's stuck on really well that the Robbo name. There's no doubt about it. You'd think I'm a I'm a cricketer or something with a with a nickname like that, <laughs> with a just... nice fat mo, like really thick mo. I, I, um, I, I'm a, I can't even do. I can't do. I can do the beer belly, but I can't do Movember. I can't grow one for the life of me. So, 
Um, <laughs> but but hey, uh, look, look, talking about that Bathurst, I mean, the, uh, Michael Caruso, Mark Winterbottom uh, driver lineup, mate, that's uh, that's solid in, in my eyes. That's very yeah. very good, and might even put a little quick. Maybe like one of Maddie's pineapples on it for for Bathurst because uh, not mine because I haven't got any. <laughs> but that's that's well, solid, he'd mate. Have more than pineapples, mate. Yeah, look, yeah, yeah um, exactly, easy, exactly. <laughs> it is, but no, no. Thanks, mate. Like it's it's pretty cool to team up with someone like Mark. Not only is he um, you know a supercar champion, but he's also a Bathurst champ as well. And he's and we've seen you know the races where he's pretty much had it in the bag, and that one when he. Sort of had when he speared off at the uh, the chase, but um, look, he knows how to get the job done up there. And um, and yeah, I remember you know, that I'm, one. I'm I finished third. Up. <laughs> that was a good race, wasn't it? It was a great race. Well, it was it. I was leading, and I, then I got shuffled back. You should to have third. won that. Yeah, I, I was actually cheering you on that day. What's the story? Shoulda, oh, coulda, woulda. Stop living in the past, Kevin. <laughs> oh, listen, listen uh, and, that, and just just to put a full stop on the Robbo thing, that was Joe who texted in. So thanks for texting Thank back in on that one, Joe. Um, Thank you, Joe. Uh, Robbo, I just want to get, before we let you go, I want to get your opinion on something because I reckon you're one of the, the most qualified people to answer this question because you're driving in TCR at the moment that has paddle shift. And you've also got, as I said, the fastest hands in motorsport on the normal shift of a supercar. <laughs> so there's been a lot of controversy, a lot of talk. A lot of the supercar boys are saying that they don't want paddle shift in the new Gen 3 because that's what supercars are slated is going to happen. What's your opinion on it? Should supercar go to a paddle shift for cost containment or should they stay with the the current sequential shifter? Do you know what I find funny about all this stuff is – with the amount of brains kicking around in pit lane that, um, you know, I, I, it's got me buggered why they're talking about it when for years and years and years, back when they were talking about they were going to go turbo and all that, who are, but, you know, they're going to change engines and, and obviously that was going to be paddle shift and everyone was shutting it down then. But the simplest thing that they could do is to, to please everybody is – you can easily put the, put a switch on the bottom of the gear lever, keep the gear lever in there, so you look after the engine and the team owners and they can save money. You've still got the gear lever that you manually have to, you know, pull and, and push to, to go up and down the gears, and it all looks after it. So I, I don't understand why they're carrying on about all this when they can easily... They've got a solution that they could use, no, no doubt about it. You don't need paddle shift. I don't think it's... You know, like we don't want the cars to basically drive themselves. I think that's that's a backwards move, and we've seen that in other categories. But not as enjoyable. I mean, they're talking about in F1 where where the cars are that you know that easy to drive, but they're they're actually not that fun to drive. So, I think the drivers have got to be tested, and I think when the drivers are tested, that's when it brings an unknown. Um, so for me, it's a it's a big fat no for paddle here, 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 here. here. How do you actually go in the alpha with the paddle shift? Because obviously, like we, it's. I, I think someone put online a compilation video of all your aggressive downshifts and upshifting. Really? In a supercar, yeah. I will send you the link. It is. We'll pop it up on our Facebook page. Oh my god! Because it is brilliant. But uh, so, like, I think one of the first things we said to you when you signed on for GRM to drive in TCR was like, "How's he going to go with the paddle shift?" Yeah. <laughs> it's. Oh, it's frustrating with paddle shift because you can't go down fast enough. It just won't allow you to do it, you know. So, but, but could um, a normal but, person no, go down fast enough, or is that Michael Caruso level <laughs> of downshifting? Well, it depends. 
<laughs> I don't know. I, I feel, you know, I've said this a billion times. It feels normal to me. So I, I don't know if everyone else is doing it in slow-mo or, yeah, I don't know. It just feels absolutely like I'm just going to pick up the milk from the shops when I'm going down gear. Well, mate, i tell you one thing. When, if you ever come round to my joint for a spaghetti bolognese, you're chopping the onions, let me tell you, because it'll be done that quick. <laughs> And you can give me a massage, one of those Chinese ones across the shoulders. <laughs> oh, Stevie, don't, don't know about that. that I was about to say. Oh, come on, yeah, fellas, geez. seriously. There, there goes that line again, gutter. Steve. Yeah. Jeez Louise. Oh, my God. Yeah, all of a sudden, we had a great business venture with Caruso's Kitchen, and now you've gone and thrown in massage there. <laughs> hey, that's gonna, that's gonna, that would be a really good TV colour piece. I reckon for the supercars coverage, yeah, that? Caruso's kitchen with the with the quickest hands, you know, in the in the kitchen chopping up things at a million miles an hour. That's yeah. got to be a yeah, good you can, piece. You can cook up a meal for Stubbsy or something. And yeah, <laughs> right. Let's see if that makes it through the the annals of uh, Fox Sports. Oh, I have to I have to speak to some of the uh, the high execs. You know, well, you mate, you are connected. Together. You are you connected are. because your podcast <laughs> below the bonnet. Like, you know, Steve and I sit around the country in our little little rabbit warren studios and no one gets to see what we do. But you, you've you've gone the big screen. You've gone right to primetime. You and Dave Reynolds sitting on the couch having a crack at your guests and having some interviews. How did all that come about? Because that's really cool. Uh, yeah, thanks, mate. It's um, it's definitely something where we've been working out pretty hard in the background. Um, and, yeah, it, look, to be honest, I mean, Kudos to KO for for jumping on and supporting the show because they um, they're a little bit different to I guess let's say Fox Sports the uh, the big brother of um, of KO and they like to you know have a bit of fun and um, you know they're a little bit left the field so it suits our it suits our show um, you know I mean we're pretty excited about the uh, the opportunity and and obviously what's going to happen this year because. We've got a few little tricks up our sleeve planned for the year, which is um, which is good. But also um, to be their very first originally produced show, or their only produced show at the moment, um, is pretty cool as well. So uh, yeah, it's exciting time. And um, you know, I guess for someone someone like me, you know, I'm obviously driving and, and I'm still focused on winning races and what have you. But um, you know, to to be involved in something that's um, that's not you know, directly supported by by anyone, and, and sort of come out of Dave and I talking shit on the, <laughs> on a podcast to turn it into a show is um, it's been pretty good so far. Well, you talk about uh, the support. I mean, and we we sort of share a sponsor there because Ryko Filters. Uh, and remember, you can ask your mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. Um, <laughs> they, they are also uh, sponsoring the Same with sponsor plug. I love it. <laughs> the, <Yes. they're>, <laughs> <laughs> we'll bag that up and we'll send two separate invoices. But um, uh, they're <laughs> they're supporting the uh, the co-drivers cup, which is just focusing on Bathurst. So that was something that really took a life of its own for the podcast. And the fact that now you can actually. You can see the guests, and John Stephenson was just a Rupert bloke. It seems like a, like after that, part of me was just like, I need to watch this guy race. Like it, it's a really yeah, good insight to, good to blokes, yeah. And it's, I mean, we you know, obviously we get a, we get to see a lot of different personalities, um, you know, through the through the coverages, you know, particularly in motorsport. But um, it's nice to be able to bring other people into it that you don't really hear about that love our sport because there's so many people. Um, that, you know, it's their second, well, it's really their first love, but they weren't good enough or they didn't really do motor racing. And, and we see these people all the time. You guys are the same as me. So to bring them into 
to our world and, and um, you know, discuss the passion of cars that we all share and, and motorsport is, um, you know, something I really enjoy doing. Yeah, well, check out the first episode. In fact, you can get it on KO Freebies. It is, uh, it's an absolute belter. And uh, I've got to say, the level of preparation. It's free. Yeah, it's, it's. There's it... absolutely no excuse to not watch it because it's absolutely free. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you check it out. You can do it at your own leisure on demand. But Robert, we've kept you too long here, mate. And uh, we wish you all the best for uh, Bathurst this weekend. Going to be very exciting to see what it'll be like seeing those TCR cars around the mountain. And uh, as, as I said, you're always welcome back here and we'd love to always ride the coattails of below the bonnet you know just a rising tide lifts all boats that's what i say well as i say guys i'm a big fan of your show as well and uh, it's always a pleasure jumping on and um and chatting because uh it's blokes like you guys um that are that are, i think that really support the uh the core and hardcore fan that love our sport so um yeah Thank well you, done fellas keep it up and uh, and this weekend up, up up at Bathurst, mate, you can swing by. You and I'll get a notebook out, and we'll start uh, working on the on the thoughts of Robbo's kitchen. <laughs> that's what we'll do. <laughs> Come Definitely up to the Trans Am. No, God, there was no one going to go there. No, no, no. <laughs> just Robbo's kitchen and the onion slicing. Good <laughs> 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 uh, on you, Robbo. Uh, Michael Caruso joining us here on. Uh, I was about to say below the bonnet. Wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.